What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype episode 308. It's been a super fractor bounty type of week. Everybody's talking about it. We're going to discuss that. We've got Rip Night to go over. We had our very own Rip Night. Great success here in our shop here in Santa Clara. Uh, some of the stars came out, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk baseball. Some of the biggest rookies are in the postseason. I think it's a great time to be alive in the hobby right now. Football is in full swing. We're going to talk about Luka Nakua or Puka Doncic. We're going to talk about him. Does his value compare to something like the likes of Justin Jefferson, some of these other guys in the hobby that do sell well? So we got another jam-packed show. The site's mojobreak.com, where we're rocking breaks every day. Brand new 2023 Panini Black Football is in full swing. We've got that on the site. We're also going to be doing a special preview next week of Bowman Chrome University on Fanatics Live. Ooh. So, heard it here first. Tuesday, the day before the release, we're talking about Shador Sanders. We're talking about bunch of guys. You got to check out that checklist. I mean, it is loaded with the up-and-coming college prospects. But we got a great show to go over. Uh, I heard uh, uh, the Raiders fans need a hug. Is that true, C-Rad, or is this just expected? I need a hug for my entire life. Of being a Raider fan, a so hug. so do Charger fans. Yeah, I mean Charger fans don't have much to talk about. I I, I don't I really don't want to say that video. There's a video that was passed around in our in our work Slack that that showed Sean Merriman saying that Raider fans need hugs. But I'm like, what has Charger what has Chargers ever done ever? You know what I mean? When have when is the last they time they went? Sniffed, they the went to the, yeah, in, in 1994. That's the last time they sniffed the Super Bowl. Yeah. Cool, man. Sounds like a lot of a lot of us in California need hugs. I mean, AOC didn't look that bad. <laughs> Throwing into the fire, lost by one 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 touchdown. Seven sacked Can we... by our former Khalil Mack. We're... Yeah, and he can't help that. Not not going by AOC, right? That that isn't a thing. I think that's a well, thing. Well, is that, is that yeah. thing that Doug is just rolling with. We're not trying to delve into politics here, but there's somebody pretty notable already goes by that. Moniker, I know, and that, so, and so I don't. Yeah, let's. Let's I go, feel like uh, I feel like we can rebrand AOC here. I mean, I Aiden O. Raider Nation. Aiden O. I like Aiden it. O. I like it. Eight and zero. Eight and zero. Like that, but there's more than eight well, games in a season. If they well, if they go on a run here, he's eight and zero. Eight and zero. I like it. Eight and zero. Yeah, I mean, I just heard it out. Uh, the 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 shipping department was talking about AOC <laughs> sure, over sure. again, so it stuck with me, and it's it's it just rolls off the tongue. But yes, I know the other in. I know the other person that has definitely, that name. definitely want. Wait, to how, what do you mean? Oh, and eight. We won the first game of the season. Eight and zero. Eight and eight and oh, eight and zero. Aiden O. No, no, but I guess it's a play on zero and eight. I get it, but we won the first game though. The no, Raiders. eight. Well, no, eight I'm saying zero. eight and zero. So you go eight and zero. Oh, we can go eight and zero. Right. I thought you meant With eight and zero. If yeah, he wins his next, and eight. if he wins his next eight <laughs> starts, he's eight and zero. Caleb Williams is, is, well, is that well, one of his tra- uh, spots? The Raiders? Do you want to go to the Raiders? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's that's, uh, that's one of the five teams that he'd be willing to go to if he does not get. If he's not going to go to one of the five teams that he wants to go to, he's going back to college because apparently he makes. More money in college than he does in the pros. Remember Honest, that old remember that old yeah. joke from basketball that Shaq made all his money in college? Well, that's a legit thing now. Yeah. These kids are making all their money in college. <laughs> they make a lot of money now. <laughs> they do. Honest question, how many teams in the NFL right now like right now, I'm not talking about next year, right now would swap out their current starting QB for Caleb Williams? Fourteen. So almost half the league. Yes. I, I, I well, don't okay. think that's crazy because he's no 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 he's really no, good. No no no. He's really really good. No, he is, but like, like you're, tell, you're telling me there's yeah I think ten max ten. Like teams like 
the Panthers. They probably internally think they have their franchise yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, put them in there. The, the Texans, they probably think they have mm-hmm. their franchise Coles, quarterback. Yeah. The Colts. Um, the Niners would probably do it. Well, I no. mean, honestly, I, I like, can say I was telling hey, Doug, hey, <laughs> there's 32 teams that pass on this guy seven times. We have the second best quarterback in the league. I no, was, no, was, but if Patrick you had Mahomes, an opportunity, if you can just, party. if you can just like tomorrow, Caleb Williams suits up and he is the new Niner quarterback, the Niners front office is taking that deal. No, no, they are taking that deal. No, you're crazy for saying no. Dan, for the first four weeks of the season, I might have agreed with you, but Mark, I was saying, oh, you're Doug, so now, now Mark you're on the, now five. you're on the Purdy, the Purdy train. I'm a believer now. You're a believer. I'm in. He's, I'm the, in. he's the greatest quarterback you've ever seen. And it's not even besides just, Justin Herbert. It's not even just statistically what he's doing. It's also when you hear those guys talk about him, hear like it, it, he's the leader Aaron of Rogers, that Tom Brady. Who guy? The Niners. The Niners. Aaron Rogers, His Tom Brady, Brady. They, James. Could you imagine? If they he what he's done, if they went into the locker room and they interviewed the players and they're like, This guy sucks. And they're like, Hey, no. They you don't think the the rest of the roster has something to do with the fact that of course they've it won. It, it isn't of Brock Purdy going is he him. throwing the ball, catching the ball? Is he running the ball? I was saying I think if you're talking team MVP, it's I think Christian McCaffrey is this team's MVP candidate. Oh, I right thought you were now. gonna say Brock, Brock Purdy. I no, was no, no. like, come on. I think man. it's it's McCaffrey, and I think McCaffrey right now he should be considered one of, if not the favorite. It's all right. You know, MVP we like award. being the underdog and everybody's the underdog. No, but underdog. They're not the We're going to run out of excuses. Have you, Brock looked, Brock have you looked at the current so power rankings? The Niners are number one. You cannot be in the power rankings as number one and be like, well, we're underdogs. It goes back, to Zach, it goes back to Zach Wilson. If the Jets were poised to make the Super Bowl, then any quarterback should have been able to go over there and win, win, win them games. But it's not happening, is it? Okay. So clearly. Okay. So Brock Purdy goes to the Jets. I bet that, like right now, like Caleb Williams, 49er. Brock Purdy, Jets. Jets are now a Super Bowl caliber team. 100%. Yeah. Just They're certainly in better wow. shape than they are right like, now. So has nothing to do with the system. Purdy is a guy where you can plug and play in any system. I'm not and he that. is going to be successful and be one of the top quarterbacks it's in the league. It's just the level of disrespect for a man who's not lost a game. These guys never lost a game yet. The system does There's a lot. There's a lost of, game. He's not the only player out there playing for that team. There, the system does a lot, obviously. But, again, I think now there's enough game you've <clears> seen, <throat> enough of a track record where I don't really think you can deny that at the very Cowboys least. Cowboys by 40. Brock, Port, Brock, Brock Purdy <laughs> is an, is a start, is a very good, is in the upper echelon, top top five. 15, top 10 top five. starting quarterback in this league. Top if fi- not top 15. Okay. And has a chance okay. to be even higher. I'll, I'll give you a top 15. Top 15. That's, fine. That, that's all I'm saying. There's but you, you, you mentioned. Bottom, and I think. And, I, and, and right now. We're going to get into this next segment. And you got the goat. You got the goat. The the hands down goat. Kevin Hart. Tom Brady. Dude, does anybody go like, well, he wouldn't have been able to do that without his line. And, and, and you know, he's he had, he had Randy Moss that one year. And, you know, he's, he's got. He had, uh, I don't know. Uh. Curtis Martin. He didn't have Curtis Martin, but he had like all those running backs he had. Like nobody says that. They say the goat. That's it. He got he got credit for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know what he's done. Brock right. Purdy doesn't have any hardware. Right. Yeah. He wins the Super yeah, Bowl. Well, the conversation changes. No, no, no. Well, no, 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 no. He doesn't win a Super Bowl. We're like we put him in the same conversation no, with Tom Brady. No, of course not. I'm just saying you you would then be like, okay, fine. Yeah, this guy this guy's the real deal. He wins the Super Bowl. The Niners win the Super Bowl with Trent Brock Dilfer Purdy. won a Super Bowl too. Okay. Well, before, now we're doing the we're, 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 com- we're completely off. We're up completely off the cuff on this. But real quick before we move on to this uh, rip night, are you selling or buying Brock Purdy right now? If you have one of his premier cards 
NT, Flawless, Contenders, you know, some of these cards is right now the time do to we sell. Have a, do we have a price on what they're going for? Well, no, but the 101 Flawless Shield was just pulled. Yeah. So what is a I last time NTRPA five grand six grand probably seven grand yeah, let's see go to a card ladder probably yeah I'll I'll, I'll take a look here I might have to at this point they got to be more with the Niners winning right yeah five I, look this is no. this is less about oh, you got the, a few weeks I mean we could lose a few more games this is less about the protection. player and more about the market but I'm still selling because it's just this. This is a safer bet. I now, if they win the Super Bowl, then I'm going to look like a fool. Well, they're the odds-on favorite now, right. so you're like. Well, I, th- I thought they were the underdogs. But I guess if I'm trying to be safe <laughs> no, and I'm looking at those prices, then yeah, I'm still going sell. Can't be the favorite and then have a quarterback be the underdog. If 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 this guy is your if this is if this guy is your guys's version of Patrick Mahomes, like I would assume that you like people Behold. should be buying because yeah. Patty Mahomes' prices are insane. Yeah, but you got. Maybe two two years before salary caps gonna dismantle the whole team. Maybe you know. So you you gotta you gotta you gotta consider that. So maybe you wait till the Super Bowl. Well, um, I mean, uh, Tom oh, Brady went through some salary cap issues on his teams. Here we go. I've got uh, still pretty good from September thirtieth. Uh, a number nine of twenty five. I feel like we might have pulled this. Uh, flawless Brock Purdy patch auto number to twenty five. Any guesses? Hundred seven bids on that thing. Jeez, eight thousand. That's the week Fair after eight. it came out. Uh, thir- September thirtieth. Yeah, I, I don't. So. I mean, I, well, about f- a week ago. Fifty-two hundred. Not even a week ago. Uh, Fifty-two hundred. See red. Like, it's flawless. Eight. Eight. Sixteen thousand. Wow. Dollars. Sixteen thousand dollars. America. Off. Sixteen thousand pets. Crazy. Yeah. Sixteen. I looked up the same dollars. pet. Is it? Are you, at, are you looking at the vertical one? Yeah. Okay. That's no, no, no. I'm sorry. Pets. Horizontal. Horizontal. Oh, the horizontal with the two windows. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, dude, those were going for seven the release day, the release week of Flawless. So it doubled in price. So, yeah, I mean, that being said, sell. you got to sell, right? That's what I'm saying. It's, it just feels like it's but crazy But the only right thing that can derail this he has for the next few weeks is an injury, right? That's the only thing that kind of derail right. it. You got, like, unless they lose, like, four or five games in a row, then then you're in panic mode. It, one could hope, right? Yeah. Or Dan could hope, I should it's say. Not <laughs> it's not happening. Well, a, how about a couple losses? I mean, ugh. Yeah, a, a couple lot. losses. I, I by around, week eight. drive around yeah. the Bay Area. They, so much nine. They will stuff. have a couple ugh. losses when it's week 18. That's when they'll have a couple losses. Yeah. That's it. Hardest, uh, oh, you're, arguably that. So I'm saying, saying they're only going to have two losses this whole season. They're going to they're gonna win out? Uh, Well, no, they're going to have two losses by the end of the year, probably. 15 and two? Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, this right. is probably the biggest game of the year, minus the Eagles game Eagles. week thirteen. But the Eagles got Eagles got fifteen and two, and then you lose in the division round. I don't, I don't know, man. Like I, I know the Cowboys are a good team, but that that loss against the Cardinals kind of sucks. I dude. know, yeah. That's where you're like, what? See, the the Cowboys are such a streaky team. They're either like yeah. forty eight to zero, or they're like, there's no in-between. not showing up against the bad. They're, they'll team. whoop the really bad teams for sure. They'll yeah. whoop them. Like they'll yeah. beat them by 30, 40 points. Cardinals are a really bad team, though. No, not this year. Like yeah, they've I mean, shown that they're pretty. Car- Cardinals are not. They have a lot of heart. Cardinals yeah. are High motor a, team. They're like a mid-tier They're like, team a, they're like a six to seven win team. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. I wouldn't well, be they, shocked. Well, the Vegas over and under on them was three and a half. Dude, yeah. they're, they're so far they're be, exceeding they're really expectations. Yeah. So um, let's get into the hobby rip night. I knew that. I knew that three games was too low. I know. Dude. You should have bet on them, right? We should have bet on them. Well, they haven't. They haven't hit it yet. I know. <laughs> Somebody bet. I forget what the bet was. It was like the Jets to have the most losses this year. It was like. Insane. I think the guy bet like a hundred bucks. He wins like two hundred thousand dollars or something like that. It was like 
because at the beginning of the season it was Before like Bukulis yeah Rodgers, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. but they they could well, what they what could, a bet i know yeah. i would have that's kind of a sucker bet at the time but uh, sorry we'll move right on kyler even gonna be starting for that's, arizona i, know, I was just thinking that too i don't know josh, josh Dobbs Dobbs looks, looks pretty, pretty good su- yeah i know that'll probably stop at some point like reality will hit but well, they're paying they're paying kyler a little bit of money they are. so i think they're gonna if he's healthy they're gonna be like get out there yeah. <laughs> well is there a call of duty release coming out I mean, <laughs> it's, yeah, there is. It's kind of, yeah, it's like Madden. Of at course, this point. there, there is. always that, is one. That every year. team does look good. I mean, let's be honest. Like that team, you put Kyler Murray on that team. Kyler Murray does make that team better, right? You would hope. Yeah, it should theoretically. But Joshua Dobbs has been pretty like, good. It's hard to say. Right like Kyler in the last like three, four years, minus the injuries. You look at the Cardinals and you don't really put the blame on Kyler. No. Or why they haven't been good. He does his thing. Yeah. He's had he's almost although like, he lays an egg a couple he does. At least yeah, two like or there was that season. Remember they were eight and zero and then they finished eight and eight or something. So After he just didn't play. Well, he just didn't play yeah, he didn't play half he, of the season. He was I remember that year because going like the first half of the season, he was like without a doubt gonna that was be time to sell. the MVP. He was yeah. playing without like a how Tulo mm-hmm. was playing before, yeah. before yep. they ran into the Bills. Yep. All right. Well, Hobby Rip Night was this Saturday across America. I think there was 300 hobby shops that were, <clears throat> uh, you know, participating in this promo. And from the shop side, we have MojoBreakShop.com. If you ever are interested in getting some boxes, or if you're ever in the Bay Area for anything, or you're living here, come by the shop. We're open from uh, 11 to 6 every day, every day, seven days a week. But it was a great event. I mean, Tops sent us a bunch of stuff to give away. They provided us with an athlete, Spencer Jones, from the uh, Stanford basketball team, up-and-coming uh, prospect. And, you know, it was, it was a great event. And, and I, I, you know, the old regime of Tops didn't really do a lot of stuff like this. We had National Baseball Card Day. We had different promos. But they really went all out to, to, to kind of, you know, promote shops. A lot of people say they're pro-breakers with Fanatics Live. Obviously, with this, it was it was a huge success. And uh, Michael Rubin tweeted out, uh, or X, do, you still call, do we still call that tweeting? Can I mean, I'm calling it tweeting. What do you call it? X'd out? I Xing, don't know. posting. Xing? I don't know. It's bad. It's no, bad. no. Yeah, that's so hard. That doesn't, that doesn't sound appropriate. No, exactly. <laughs> you got you to gotta, you gotta ask Elon. This, this is, that's an official question of what you're supposed to call yeah, it. Yeah, X. Uh, well, on X, he was like, I'm going to be at, I believe, I don't exactly know. I think it was in New Jersey or it was in Philly. One of the two. I think it was New Jersey. And he's like, I'm going to come by the shop with a few of my friends. Well, lo and behold, Tom Brady, Kevin Hart, and Travis Scott show up. Uh, Kevin Hart even had a Topps uh, Pelican case uh, with cards in it, and they were doing trades with people. I mean, it was amazing. And, you know, for everybody that rips on this new regime and they only seem to care about money, I mean, stuff like this was not happening. Tom Brady was not involved in the hobby other than signing some cards. For sure, not anybody like the likes of Kevin Hart was involved in the hobby. And then you got Travis Scott. I don't know if they care about cards beyond what they're doing, but obviously they're close enough to market Michael Rubin that they want to participate and help out Michael Rubin and grow his business and grow the hobby, especially for the kids. So honestly, I mean, it's hard to criticize anything that they did for a hobby rip night. I think overall it was a, it was a, it was an amazing success. You've got Tom Brady wearing the Montreal Jersey. So, you know, they may have gotten some photos for the, for the upcoming Bowman draft where he's going to have autos in. So, I mean, Fanatics really seems to be taking this head on. Some of you, and I think we have an interview with Jeremy Lee from Sports Card uh, Live coming up. But, you know, so they say, well, they're going to be IPOing in a couple years. Is this all hoopla in order for their IPO to max out and then they're not going to care? Well, we don't know. But all I know is that Hobby Rip Night seemed like it was a great success. 
all these shops promoting just goodness, people coming in with, you know, that have something in common, that are sharing something in common, more face-to-face commerce, which I know Dan loves. I think it was a good event. I'm looking forward to doing more. I do love it. I do love it. Yeah. It's a lost art at this point. I mean, what do we say? You know, we're all about the vibes. and uh, All of <laughs> It looked like the vibes were really solid. Strong, strong vibes. Across the nation here. Yeah, I mean, I think just in general, like, these are the types of things, like, fanatics taking an event that a year ago maybe we weren't thinking of it on the same level it's just another thing on the calendar it's a fun thing you can do it at the shop but you're not thinking of it as like a star-studded thing where athletes are coming out and like they are elevating all of these you know even the small events that you may be don't even kind of you don't even really think oh they'll make something big out of this into something completely different and special so uh, fans loved it it seemed exciting i saw it was also in arizona they had corbin carroll and Evan Longoria out there yep. so uh yeah it's it seemed like it was great and i saw around here too it looked like it was an awesome time well and you know what i like about it too is you're starting to see more athletes know what the industry is about right so you actually have these guys like ambassadors to it so it, it actually kind of makes it like cool for up and coming athletes to want to collect cards yep. if they do, you know it's not like the guy from The Simpsons who's in the you know the big fat sweaty guy that's in his car. Oh shop. yeah, comic book guy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you're making it is, more is his cool. character name. His name is Comic Book Guy. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's what he sounds like. <laughs> so you know everybody Worst trade night ever is what <laughs> he would say. <laughs> oh yeah. Except this was the best one. So. Yeah, I mean <laughs> they really seem to put a lot of effort and resources into marketing it. And, you know, a lot of a lot of shops were scared that, you know, Fanatics was going to basically do what they did with some of the apparel stores and take all their business and send it to their website. And clearly, you know, if that's the plan, they're not putting that plan into motion quite yet. I mean, between this hobby rip night and what they've done with the MVP buyback program, uh, two phenomenal campaigns that they've like basically run out for hobby shops. Again, not breakers. It doesn't really benefit breakers too much. It benefits oh, hobby shops. I'm glad you mentioned that because I saw on Twitter there's a card sh- card store, and I, they might be breakers, called World Champion Sports Cards, and I believe it's a former maybe Royal Kyle McGovern maybe is his name, Kyle something. Hmm. Don't know, but yes, won a ring somewhere. And they're already doing the buyback for Otani and Acuna. They're actually having – yeah, which I don't know if that's breaking the rules. Careful now. Yeah. What but if it I'm doesn't like, happen? I, well, yeah. Otani's probably sure, but like Mookie Betts has a shot. He probably won't, but he's got not a, a shot. idea, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think it was a bad idea either. No. I wouldn't be mind stuck being stuck with Acuna's and, and Otani's either, right? right? Even if it does change, but I don't know if that's like a little bit of a leg up. I mean, they're having people come in their store, and and I'm giving them a, a, a free pub here. So if you've I, not sure where they are, but if you find out, I mean, if like it doesn't work, it they're just stuck with the cards, but they're bringing people into their shop. So I don't, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. Uh, and I'll if like he's it. a former, like former ball player, then maybe got some inside intel yeah. on like, Good yeah, job. it's going to be these guys. Good job. Uh, what's, what was the card shop again? Let's I think play, it's World let's Champion. One more time for free. World Champion Sports Cards or something like that. Well, I'm going to look it up just so I figure oh out. Yeah, let's do a real proper. Well, I want to I want to know who this player is, really. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, don't I mean, it's it's on the old Instagram, so who knows. Uh World Well, he's got Blake Snell uh, in their shop, talking to them. So, we're, yeah, we're, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure this out. World Champion Sports Cards. Yeah, MLB pitcher Kyle McGow 12. Kyle McGowan. I, I couldn't tell you. 
But won a, but won a ring. Uh, looks like he's currently playing in some some other league, Triple A maybe. Okay, one for yeah, pitched in China, one with the Nationals in 2019. There you go. 2019 nice. World Series champion. Yep, yep. So yeah, it looks like they're in West Palm Beach, Florida. So if you're in the Florida area, it looks like they're already accepting uh, $20 base Otani's and Acuna's. They're they're pretty much honoring the uh, the thing right now. So Ben, if not, hey, that's something we should think about doing. When when do when do they announce the MVP? Uh, like the week before Thanksgiving. We were just talking about this outside. How oh like a right a month and a half. It seems insane. Like oh yeah, it's a week eleven of the NFL. And it has here's no, the NL MVP, and it doesn't. Nobody matter. cares. And, it, and the voting does not matter what that player is doing in the postseason. No. So why wait? Like it should be what the NBA does. The NBA announces those awards throughout the playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, it yeah. should be like the first but, four games after the World Series. After the World Series. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. It should be those first four games of the World Series. Like, game one. Why not just do it spring training in the following year? Yeah, exactly. You might as well. (laughs) Yeah, like, game four should be the NL and AL MVP are on the field accepting their awards before the game. Like, that's what it should be. Well, NFL does it before the Super Bowl as well, right? Yeah, they have the big award night and yeah. everything. Yeah, it's I, it just seems like a no-brainer. I think baseball was like, we need something in the offseason to talk about. But right? I, I, right. I do, no, I do think – it's think also it's, like you're stepping on your own foot because you got free agency and hot stove. Everyone's shifted their attention. It, so, Otani, safe to say, probably will be the AL MVP, We're right? Pretty much locked it. Pretty much locked it. Same with Acuna, pretty much. Are you sure? Is that the third Otani MVP, too? Mookie Betts. Second. Second. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Tech- Franchise Freddie Freeman. Well, it would be probably Mookie. <laughs> Technically, I think, is just a little, a tick above him in, like, wins above replacement. Has got a pretty much, all the other stats are, like, pretty close. Defensively, Mookie's better, rates a little better, and he plays second base on top of outfield. So, you could say that's a does disadvantage. Mookie have, does Mookie Betts have an MVP? Yeah, 2018. He had, he had one in. Acuna has not With which, Boston. Yeah. Acuna doesn't have one, which probably takes him over the top. If. And yeah, just and Acuna had seventy stolen bases, seventy three stolen bases, four four hundred home runs or four, something like that. Forty one home runs, <laughs> yes. Uh, second in the league in batting average, it's gonna be him. But you know. who was first? Uh, Luis Arias again. Was again, last year, first guy to do it in two different leagues in back to back years. Mm. Batting time. Why doesn't he get Pretty the cool. MVP? You'll you'll get votes. He'll probably be top five. You can be the MVP. Marlins made the playoffs. Good for them. Congrats. Probably not going to, uh, as of this recording, they're in it, but they'll probably be out by the time this episode's out. Maybe. Phillies won last night, right? Yeah, they won last night. Well, oh, Bryce Harper. And I, I got a question for, uh, back to the hobby rip night before we move on about, about this, is if any of you listeners join our uh, hype Facebook community, what can shops do to be unique, right? Like what, what new ideas can a card shop implement that will make – you know, because we're talking about this hobby rip night, and I was just thinking about it. Like, a lot of card shops haven't moved into like more of a modern feel. It's still kind of that old '90s feel to it, right? So, what can we do modern that would make customers want to come back in the store? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess to toot our own horn. I mean, I think we do a pretty dang good job of uh, providing a modern space where. Not you're invited to come in and not just leave. You're invited to come in and sit down, stay for a while, rip your cards, play some games, watch a game, like you know stuff like that. And then above that, inviting people to come by for things like a trade night, like this thing, like obviously hosting a rip night. Uh, you know things we've things we've done in the past, not only for sports cards but for trading cards, like tournaments and stuff. So 
just making it a space where it invites people to stay. It's inviting where people feel like I can spend a few hours here and have a good time. I think Rich had an, uh, he was doing Leighton, um, shout out to Rich. I think he was having some of his customers go live on their feed yeah. to break their own boxes. I thought that was kind Be of your cool own breaker. Idea. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so I think he had his feed set up. Yeah. If you wanted to break your own box on, on camera, I thought it's that was free advertising, too, because I'm sure, you know, the, your logos are going to be all over the place in the shop. And you're yeah, that's that's a great idea. Try to get some people like watching you open the box. You right. know, I mean, it's not everybody could do it, but, you know, not a bad idea. I like that one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, something that you guys have, have any ideas of, like, you know, what, what, what can card shops do? What would you like to see? You know, would you like more in-store breaks? That's always a challenging thing is selling breaks in a shop, right? I think more people would be like, okay, I see that $500 box of uh, uh, Panini Black, but, um, hey, maybe I could throw $50 in on a spot. You know, I don't want to pay 500 mm-hmm. but I'll pay 50 I don't know. Somehow to streamline that. Heck, so. just uh, we're talking trade nights. I mean, I'm sure this may be something that has been brought up, and maybe some shops have done it, but like a break night where you're like, hey, we're going to do like two or three breaks tonight and come live to do it. We're going to break it live. You get in live. You could even, I mean, there might be some stuff you got to figure out, some logistics, but that might be something to consider where you're bringing that break experience to people rather than behind the screen. Maybe we should do that. It's yeah. good, uh, maybe that's the next idea for we us. We already have a category called break night. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, we got to talk about the elephant in the room that uh, I am sure we're a few days late on talking about it. Everybody else in this hobby has been. But our show is recorded on Wednesday, dropped on Thursday. The news came late Friday night. Uh, to answer the question about the duplicate superfractors in Bowman Chrome. So Tops finally addressed the issue. Uh, it looks like 95 of the subjects, the non-auto subjects in Bowman Chrome, only specifically in Bowman Chrome Hobby, were produced as duplicates. They didn't. I don't think they gave a reason why. I think my idea of why it happened was they usually print a test sheet, and they look over the test sheet, and then they, oh, okay, it looks good. We're going to print the real cards. They're supposed to destroy the test sheet. I think what happened was they didn't destroy it. Now there's two of the same card. So what they did was they are mm. aggressively, I would say aggressively, based on their prices, uh, offering to buy these back. So, But only one of them. So it's kind of a race to get the first one. You get the first one, and they have, like, ridiculous prices, honestly, for these cards. I think the total was around $700,000 in total. Yeah, we you- love talking about comps. A lot of these are, like, ten times what you would think the comps would be it was like overly insane which they kind of had to good on tops yeah did you do you have the lowest amount that they were i think it was two thousand uh two thousand yeah and the highest amount i believe seventy five thousand uh i did not see which one that would have been probably what right i mean i'm sorry uh uh, salas 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 is 75k yeah because i was gonna say number two is uh, celestin is 35 the guy on the rangers is 35 uh a couple other guys at 35k but yeah Yeah, i want to say salas was he's the only one i believe 70 or 75,000. yeah i'll double check i've got the list right now yeah it's 75,000. a lot of these by the way already pending i would say about half already pending uh maybe it's maybe just a, a little bit under that but uh yeah people are jumping on this real fast uh see as a guy that breaks a lot of this stuff did you get did you see chatter about this in the chat what were uh, people thinking 100 percent. yeah this is this is all people could talk about last week for sure especially when they when multiple started popping up all through social media um 
But yeah, people were excited. I mean, people were talking about this one right here. This Giants one, even last Friday, uh, what happened with this Giants? They were like, "Oh, the dude just sold it for two K." This is before the story came out that he got it intercepted or whatever. And people were like, "Oh, he sold it for two K, but on the list is twenty five thousand. And we were all like, "Damn, dude, he sold it too early." Yeah, I mean, but I think it gives you an extra value. You know, it's funny that like you know a lot of the talking heads and especially people that have blogs that don't sell cards. So that's the thing. People expect like influencers and people like us that are in the hobby like to, to talk bad even when something is resolved. But the fact of the matter is we sell their product. So if we talk bad about like things like this constantly, then you're not gonna wanna buy product anymore. So that's just simple facts. Cause I know there's like a lot of people that aren't involved that are that do have blogs and talk and have YouTube videos and they want Oh, if you're a big influencer, you should be able to uh, not just suck on the teat, but you should you should be criticizing these guys, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this solution, in my opinion, is well above and beyond. If you go back 10 years with either Panini or Tops before Fanatics owned it, they would pretend like it just didn't happen. Yeah, like, it would have been. It would have been like, oh. It would have been like, mistakes happen. Tough. I mean, yeah. and that would have been the year of... The double super fractor, and we just would have went on living our lives, and there would have been the forever conversation that, well, how much would this super fractor be worth if there it was truly a single super fractor, like it has been every other year? I think what Tops did is I, again, like if I felt they didn't go above and beyond, I would say it, regardless if we sell their product. I'm like. If they made no statement and they didn't do anything and they did, they kind of like shrugged their shoulders and said, tough, like we've seen in the past, because we've been doing this for 13 years or however long it's been, a long time. We've seen situations where it's like, well, mistakes happen, deal with it. Tops with the new regime, when they make a mistake, you got to give them credit that they do try to get in front of it. And the reason why, honestly, a lot of people would say, well, why did they? Why did it take them so long to come out and like come up with a solution? Well, they honestly were probably trying to figure out exactly what the issue was. How many duplicate super factors were in there? And then it looks like once they confirmed it was 95, they made a decision to do this. And I feel they went, 10 times what these cards what some of these cards would go for yes well they wanted to make sure they got them back and yeah i agree with you if they wouldn't have if we would have been we wanted to talk about it last week but you know we were on fanatics live for that episode so i was like let's let's find out what the actual details are and you know before we could have this episode we have a solution which is great but yeah there was no solution or no explanation which is what we're used to honestly we're used to no explanation from Benini on why patches are missing we were used to like, if you guys some of you guys that have been in this hobby since you know the last 10 years 2011 bowman platinum these same test sheets were actually backdoored so somebody at the printing facility sold them to somebody else that then sold at an auction house and then they were actually fake autographed like mike trout stuff like that right so <laughs> But nobody Jeez. held Tops accountable for that. It was like, oh, it's a printing facility, right? Well, these actually got into the product, so it was a little bit more on the transparent side. So you got to remember, these are printed at a printing facility, and there's test sheets made, and you don't know who's in charge of that. You don't know the level of employee that's handling these test test refractors. Is it his last day? Yeah, he's going to maybe take some with him. You know what I mean? Maybe they're throwing them in the dumpster, and somebody found them in the dumpster and then auctioned them off. But 
that was a, a lot of that stuff was happening back in like 10 years ago where there was test print sheets that got backdoored. I mean, there's and I, I don't want to I'm going to have another opinion where it was another manufacturer that kind of it looked like there was a mistake and we just kind of dealt with it and went on. But you remember, I think it was 2014 National Treasures. There was Odell Beckham and Teddy Bridgewater that were redemptions. Yep. And only half the product came out in the first wave. And it had something to do with like, oh, there was like boxes that like they were low in stock in and they needed to like get some more shipments of packaging to get the rest of it out. But we saw, I mean, a solid month and a half where not one redemption of Teddy Bridgewater or Odell Beckham came out of that. And then the second wave, they started popping up. Yeah, so it, that had to be something with the printing facility. You don't know if they requested all those cases back from distributors and then repacked them to make sure that the redemptions made it in there, right? But that wasn't any really cost to them other than maybe making more product. Yeah, but there also was nothing said about it. Remember, everybody was just, it was all speculation. Like, why? No why, official word. Yeah, there was yeah. no official word. And that was kind of <clears throat> the... The re like that's what we lived in back in 2014. That was kind of the norm. Like, you knew it was a mistake, but you didn't really have to like address it and basically explain what happened or try to make it right. Right. Like, kind of the same thing with the back door and of the of the Bowman Platinum like test sheets. And I got to give them credit. There was a post. It was when the Babe Ruth came out. So this weekend, obviously, we actually we don't even we're not even talking about the Babe Ruth. It was hit. Yeah, the Babe Ruth got hit. Yeah. Jeez. So there was actually somebody. So if you were around and you guys break on Fanatics Live, they um, they they ran a extra promo for the Babe Ruth that they were going to give fifteen thousand dollars to the person that hits it, fifteen thousand to the breaker, and a thousand for everybody in that specific break. So they posted this, and this was like on Friday, and uh, somebody was like. It'd be pretty telling of this hobby if this one-on-one superfractor Babe Ruth gets pulled on your platform. Just being blunt, it's great marketing and advertising to build your platform out, but considering you also control the manufacturing of the cards, there will be little room for trust in the hobby, but I hope I'm wrong. I just got the feeling. They actually replied. Most most places would just you know let that comment sit. Uh, Fanatics Live replied, we get the sentiment and concern in the hobby about fanatics you're right this is marketing we have absolutely no idea where the card is but we also have a commitment to helping our sellers move the product and to make things on our platform fun for buyers we do things like this to build excitement and we try to win your trust by making anyone eligible to win the card they were giving the red Sox away for free no purchase necessary and rewarding everyone who searches to be part of the platform we're smaller than most uh, than some platforms and just a tiny subset of the packs and box being opened every day if it gets pulled on fanatics live we think it's good karma because we're doing the best to make the hobby accessible and fun for everybody. We hope you at least check it out. That was a response, yeah, which didn't honest. need to happen, but they're trying to be transparent. But I could only imagine what we're, we what would happen if some one of us on Fanatics Live platform pulled the Babe Ruth this weekend. That really was best case scenario. I'll tell you, full, like, I was kind of off the, the the grid with hobby news this weekend, so uh, I think it's Sunday night I saw. Uh, so either Saturday, Sunday morning or Sunday night, I saw the Babe Ruth Superfractor got pulled and didn't see where it got pulled. And she went, uh oh, oh no, here we go. Of course, it got pulled this weekend. Conspiracy theories, here we come. It's going to be a wild week. 
And uh, yeah, the fact that it was pulled by like a, like a shop and a channel that had like under a thousand viewers and uh, or under a thousand uh, subscribers and stuff. So uh, it worked out in that case. If you want to be the whole like if Fanatics had done it, it would have looked bad. Optics wouldn't have been good. But um, yeah, I guess for them, like, you know, they're doing it. It's, it's funny. It's that's how we just ultimately lean, though. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's going to be a conspiracy. Right. It's going to be, you know, and that's another thing about like. And I'm not like trying to be this like holier than thou. And I believe me, I'm, I'm a conspiracy. I'm an armchair conspiracy theorist. But there's a lot of people in this hobby that just want <laughs> everything to be negative. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want everything to be a conspiracy theory. They want everything to be. They literally want that. They want that. And then they basically pitch it to their it, listeners. It, it isn't. It is. Those, it's, it's more exciting that, that, that way. That mindset is not specific to our industry no no i know but that is that is that it that goes every industry and pretty much every situation might, you might be diagnosing just modern times in general with that train wreck <laughs> i remember simpler times when the news was good but it's true like yeah it's because it is more exciting to think of it that way like oh everything is all oh, there's these everything's every, pulling every, the strings well because, no i mean everybody because the real answer is boring it, that sometimes it's, it happens it's, it's me happens. it's me against the world everybody's right. out to get me right me against the world baby uh well and <laughs> rainer arius i wanted to specifically talk about this before we move on about the super fractor thing so the the rainer arius like c rad alluded to and this is kind of a question to you guys what would you do like because this is a situation where i could see both sides of it guy sells the Rainer Arius Superfractor for $2,000 on eBay, I think, last Monday. So, you know, five days prior to the news of it being 25000 that Tops is paying. It gets shipped out. It is now at eBay, I think, for authentication. So, thankfully for him, there's eBay authentication now. Uh, he was able, the seller, before it got to the buyer, was able to intercept the package. Now, the package is going back to him. He's going to set it into tops, get his 25K. Um, the buyer has publicly said that he was going to at least offer the guy half because of this. What do you think? Are you a POS for doing this? Or is it just too much money to like that you did not obviously know about when you sold it? And is it justified? I mean, it's 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 a it's a tough question to ask. Both twenty three thousand no, is a lot of money. No, there's one correct answer. <laughs> there it's, is there it is not both. There <laughs> is one correct answer. I'll let you go though. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like 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 Doug was saying that it's 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 a tough because I feel like a lot of people, if they were being honest with themselves, would have done like the now the like what Denzel would do. The correct thing to do is to like you sold the card straight up. The person who bought the card owns the card. It should go to the person that bought it before this 25K thing came out, right? I mean, you you sold it. He has um, seller's remorse because he knows he can get more money now. But I, I, at the same time, I know, like, like I was just saying, I know a lot of people listening, collecting, would have probably done the same thing. And as a company, we couldn't do it. Yeah. We couldn't do it. Wouldn't want to do it. Wouldn't want the visibility of that. Um, and honestly, we, we decided to sell it for that price. That's the price we needed to honor as a company. Now, as an individual, as somebody that maybe 23000 is a lot for somebody to have, right? Maybe we don't know the financial situation of the seller. 
Um, obviously, it was okay. It's almost like the Kobe thing, right? In, in a sense, right? Yes. We talked about that yeah, when yeah. Kobe passed away. Yeah, Kobe passed, and now all these cards four or five X, right? And people that had cards sold didn't sell them or canceled, stuff canceled. like that. I was yep. I was part of that, too, where I bought some after, and they canceled my orders. They didn't decide not to ship them. But, yeah, I mean, I, I know where Dan's going. You're, you're going to go, you got to sell the card. That's what you agreed on the price, right? Well, my thing is that you were ha- you were okay with selling for two grand. Now, it goes both ways. And I'm going to, I'm going to, this was on eBay, right? Yeah. So no. I'm going to basically kind of blast out eBay on here because, I mean, it's not their fault, but it's the platform, right? Goes both ways. Rainer Arias, you buy that for $2,000, and then he comes out and he's like, I lost the love for baseball. I'm out. I never want to play baseball again. I'm going to go into accounting. That's my passion. <laughs> um, no. Now, that person who bought it for $2,000 could very easily just be like, I want to return this. And and they would be able to return it because now potentially that card's never going to go up because he doesn't play baseball anymore. And so it goes both ways. Or what if Tops came out and was like $1,000 for Rainer Arias? You know what I mean? They wouldn't have, but I'm just saying. No, like, so but my thing is that you put it on eBay for $2,000. Somebody bought it for $2,000. You were willing to accept $2,000 at that point. You ship it out, you're done. Yeah. You are an absolute POS <laughs> to intercept 100%. the package and have it come back to you because you're like, I left money on the table. One hundred percent. But but you didn't because you were willing to sell it for two thousand dollars. But I think if you pulled, and I'm not saying I would do this because I think I would morally like I I just couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't want to deal with the drama with it. Um, and I agreed upon the same. Yeah, if, but yeah. I I think if you pulled people, I think it would be fifty fifty. Honestly, yeah. maybe even more seventy thirty. Yeah. Now, here's the uh, I mean, this sold, and it was agreed upon. Before the bounty came uh, out. Wednesday. Okay, before the bounty came out. It's another thing to have this up on eBay for $2,000, and then the bounty comes out, and somebody swoop buys it Yeah. before you even have an right. opportunity to, like, adjust do, to adjust that's, it. That's, yeah. different. that's different, and it's still in your hands. <clears throat> now, yeah. people will get angry about that, but I'm like, that is just you not having the opportunity yeah. to pull it down. Yeah. Like, you it, now, if you leave it up there for, and it would never stay up there, but if you left it up there for three, four, five days, and then somebody bought it, that's on you. That's on you. Yeah. But if you basically uh, like didn't even have a chance to get to your computer and pull it down, well, that's the Kobe like, situation. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I want to add one. I want to add another thing to as well. I think, but I think that's different though. Yeah. I think. I think that is different. But two thousand dollars, he was okay. Now again, if Rainer Arias was like. Again, accounting, my passion. I'm out. I don't want to play baseball anymore. That card's devalued. Yeah. Would that would it be okay for that buyer to be like, I'm gonna return this card now? Yeah. It yeah. would not be okay. No, it wouldn't it wouldn't be Well, that we type. see that with injuries. We see like uh, you know, I'm trying to think football of what, happens all the time. Right, right, right. Where it's like uh or like oh, we just got a Bailey Zappy back for like for forty days. We got a Bailey Zappy Because the guy they, bought it preseason. What's Bailey up? Zappi's back on the practice squad. I don't want this uh, item not as described. He I'm was in halfway back. through the third quarter the other day, so we're back. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, yeah. and I can make it. it, it, it but it, this was even worse because basically he marked it as damaged. He had it for 40 days. Yeah. Um, he damaged it and then basically said that, here, 
now it's damaged. Yeah, that yeah. So I mean that that is even like look, if you don't want it, like send it back to us in the same condition that like we sent it out to you. That's that it is what it is, man. Yeah, it's a, it's the nature of selling on eBay. But don't mali- don't maliciously damage it so you can basically have your case. Yeah, that's true. And trash. basically be like, "Cool, man, I got it and it was damaged." Cuz if it was damaged and it was damaged for 40 days, <clears throat> you're telling me you never noticed it? Come on. Yeah, I, I want to say one more thing um because all of us here have been in the hobby for a while now and we understand especially for with the business like Mojo Break, we understand the integrity and morally the right thing to do is like if you like you like you were saying you guys are saying you sold it for two thousand you agreed to two thousand, um, you you're, you should sell it because I understand the ramifications of like the guy the seller comes out and is like dude like this guy just kind of like did this to me and then your reputation in the hobby is like is tarnished and like that that's all you have in the hobby is right reputation. The, that's why it's the, a, a business but we don't know if it's <clears throat> like a guy that's casual who, he's the okay who did that like if he was willing to do that then what else is he willing to do i don't think that that's yeah. not that's not character that i want in the hobby. now is this also is this guy's price like well there's i wouldn't do that unless i'm leaving twenty three thousand yeah. dollars on the table like, like i said might be. But, but, but it doesn't he, absolve but he, him but, but the thing is is two thousand dollars he agreed upon right like, exactly. It so, doesn't involve him of that. So if, again, if Rainer Arias decides that he didn't want to play baseball right after the guy buys a card for $2,000, is the seller going to be like, hey, man, I'm just going to go ahead and refund you like $1,900 because, like, that guy's not going to play baseball anymore. Yeah. Couple, not really at, at, the, at the same time, I get it because $23,000 is a lot of money. So it's, it's $2,000. It's, 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 it could be life-changing money for, <laughs> for a lot of people, right? Because – you know that well the average wage in america is like forty thousand dollars per year right so you're getting half of that in one card so from that aspect like that's why that's why i honestly think like if you said like if you set up a poll i think it might be like go towards like the people that would but the, the guy did offer it, half it, anonymous poll right good <laughs> because exactly. like if people had to put their name on it it would be no. like 99 percent. i would never do <laughs> of it course. but if it was anonymous you're probably right 50, of course 50. i'd give that 100 dollar bill i found on the street back to someone no I'd, of course i'd run down the street and ask people and see who else is this your hundred is this your hundred dollar bill is this yours you know what you know what's crazy too like so before before skit. i knew that they be before tops had put out this this bounty like or this buyback where they would buy this for a large amount we were talking about it in the chat room how like this guy had sold the rainer arenas for 2000 and i was sitting there in the room knowing like the position of this prospect on the list right because he's a he's a high one but he's the only one you can get for the giants and i was like damn and my honest feeling at the while I was sitting there i was like dude 2000 feels even 2000 felt kind of low to me for this guy particularly to sell on ebay so I was like, damn, he he kind of undersold it even before I even knew that Topps was going to buy it back for yeah. 25k. Like I said, the guy the, the guy that was bought it did say he'd split it. Good he on did, that guy. Better better guy that. than all now, of us, I now think. I gotta, now if I'm the buyer, if I'm the buyer. I'm not I'm not doing that. Well, I'm not I'm not basically we don't saying, know. "Hey man, like unless I I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to get the card. Yeah. When he probably he probably came out this and is said kind that. Of like a as si- yeah. As soon as, as, soon as yeah. he like saw as soon yeah. as he saw the card that it was inter- the package was intercepted, he's probably like, "Man, I was going to even I was going to split half with you." Like it didn't it yeah. it didn't really matter. It's a smart move by him. Well, okay, so it's a smart move by him because as of this recording, I'm looking at I mean, like I said, there's I'd say minimum 40% of these cards have been claimed. Uh, again, I'm not doing the math right now off the top of my head, but a lot of them have already been claimed. Some have already sold. This is still unclaimed. 
the, the this is the car. This is like I'm hoping this dude. This car is still unclaimed. I'm, I'm hoping that this, the other arenas like guy like sends it in. Oh yeah, this yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be hilarious. That's, that's instant karma, that would dude. Be it. What if that? What if that actually happens, dude? It yeah. could, it's possible. It's gotta be. But, that, but yeah, you know yeah. what? We did. It could happen because you, we know about intercepted packages. We are it, well we, aware. Oh, oh, it. It could be months. It could be a while. It so, could be a while. This guy I mean, doesn't have it back yet, possibly. Oh no, no, no! It's gonna be a while. If you're, if, you're, if you're watching, That's if you're watching a, you know, a podcast, I, like it could be months. Yeah. It could be weeks. I know two thousand seemed a little you, small. Twenty three. And, and even if you no. get crazy and want to get in your car and go try to drive down, you can't just show up to the hub and be like, I'm looking for my package. That could be instant <laughs> karma because God. by the time he could have taken the twelve thousand five hundred from the dude. We're ripping we're ripping the rest of our Bowman hobby right now. <laughs> Imagine we pull that card. As a, as a hobby, we're all ripping all the hobby that we have collectively just to find just this to get, Rainer. Just to get <laughs> a Rainer Arius. Yeah, because we've had an intercepts of packages, like Dan said, and it's taken months. It it, it becomes that's it, a real thing on the huh? on the way back. It becomes it's a slow train. It it they definitely do not put it in the priority list. Yeah. No matter how much you want to call and talk to somebody. Yeah. Oh, this not, guy this guy who's trying to get it back is like, yeah. He, Every day, he's like, "Where's my card?" He has spent. He has spent. Probably broke the record on whole time mm -hmm. for Wait, can you USPS. Imagine, I'm just thinking about the emotions of the guy that bought it. Right, Wednesday bought it. Who up? Maybe a Rainer Arias fan. He's like, going through twenty five thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like telling his I'm wife, up. he's like, "We're gonna go on that vacation. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do all these things that we wanted to do. We have extra twenty thousand. And he's oh, oh, intercepted. What? Huh? No. Well, no, 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 no. He saw the inner. He basically saw what happened, saw the intercept, and he probably was like, "I saw that coming." I, yeah, he had to mentally prepare that. Yeah, he had. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. There's no way he was. They, well, they announced it on Friday. If, if I'm, yeah, it's Friday. It was last Friday, Friday at like six thirty. But he bought it on Monday, Wednesday. Actually, it says. On oh, Monday. he bought it on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, so it actually so. it looked like it left like Wednesday or Thursday. So it was only. Come on, Friday. eBay authentication. No, it may not even be there. He might have intercepted yeah, I don't the think, USPS. I don't think he went yeah. to eBay on the indication yet, probably. Yeah, so. All right, we got a couple more topics before the end of the show. Uh, which NFL rookies are top of their class? Who stands out at the quarter pole of the season? We're four games in. Uh, you know, I like this. I like this. What I've seen from CJ Stroud over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, uh, first couple of weeks, it was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, it was clearly Anthony Richardson. But now I think, you know, you've got, you've got uh, a good thing going there for the Texans. And obviously your guy uh, uh, Luca uh, Nakua out there uh, Dude, looking like it's, a stud. It's, it's Puka Doncic. Whatever I come and say, Puka, Puka Doncic. Uh, he's probably the greatest ever to do it. I mean, <laughs> the stats don't lie. Uh, you want to know? You want to know who the two most targeted receivers in the NFL this season are? No, uh, they're both. There's two guys tied at 50 targets this season. Puka. And Jefferson and Devonte Adams, the other. Yep. Guy. Oh yeah. Devonte Adams and Puka Nakua. I mean, just a couple of number one receivers. Just a couple of number Devontae one wideouts. Adams didn't he come out and say like about the Raiders losing? He's like, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't have, I don't have a lot of time. He's like, I'm out, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, come on now. He's like, he's like I gotta, he's like, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. Well, like, they're they're feeding him. I'll tell you what, they're they are feeding him. Yeah, uh, I as, guess the, as, Pan as the Panthers came out and said that the they want they're in the market to get a number one receiver. Man, do you know who would be great as a number one receiver there? DJ Moore. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. No way. No kidding. Yeah. I, I don't think he. <laughs> would I think go DJ Moore agrees. Yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah. he's all, I, I was 
didn't really think I had it all that great in in Carolina, yeah. but I mean he's putting up stats. Sorry, but. Carolina fans, though. But if I was Devontae Adams, I think I'd stay with the Raiders than go over to Carolina. Yeah, so, no. Uh, one more Puka Nakua stat. I said it before, uh, but I gotta say it on the podcast. Uh, three NFL receivers currently in line to break, currently on pace to break the Calvin Johnson record for most receiving yards in a season. It's Tyreek Hill, it's uh, Justin Jefferson, and it's Puka Nakua. Can you? Can you? Uh, I can't remember <laughs> who is uh who is throwing calvin johnson the ball well oh yeah well shoot all right yep okay sean hill okay oh no. boy okay. So i, I, I believe i believe right it was now. matt stafford right. and then cooper cup put up the best statistical receiving year ever with, triple crown with matt stafford uh, that was also matt stafford yeah. and now you have puka nakua i mean i'm not gonna say that matt stafford might be the greatest quarterback ever to do it <laughs> You know, but, how to, you know how to sling the ball, But man. there's receivers that love running routes for him. Yeah. He doesn't even need another he's pretty good. Team. Yes, sir. He's, he's pretty dang good. And then, I don't know, Devon A-Chain, I know he's been kind of a you know star the last couple weeks. I, I think I'm selling. Can honestly. I give you, you – you might be right, but can I give you what might be the – I'm just I – like, I'm sorry, I'm so chock full of stats today, but this is one of the craziest stats for the NFL I've heard this season. He's currently sixth in the league in rushing yards. At 307. He did have 200-yard game, though. He only has 27 rushing I, attempts I, all I was, season I was going to go like, Amal, what's the average? 11.4 yards per Got it. Carry. Got it. It's going to regress. It, no, it but but if that stays. It's the greatest that, rushing that it, season that of all time. It, no, nobody's even close, no, right? No. If you're like, we have a running back that averages a, a first, first down, down every single time he touches the ball. <laughs> The the Dolphins never lose well, a you're game, not, right? They're not no. going to play Denver all year, so no, they won't. Know. They will not be playing Denver all year. I, Josh Although, Jacobs needs to get like 500 yards against the uh, against the Broncos yeah, at that point. Yeah, uh, Bijan Robinson might be the rookie running back if you want to like. I mean, oh, it's always a risky Impressive proposition. What he can he's do, flash. He's such a yeah. flash player. Yeah. Investing yeah. in running backs is always a risky proposition, but I mean, yeah, he's he's he does a little bit of everything. So that might be the the safer bet among rookie running backs. Well, I mean, and if Puka keeps playing well, you're going to see him get more in the mix, similar to a Brock Purdy, where and this is earlier earlier than Brock Purdy. You know, he's a standout early in the season. Brock Purdy didn't get a shot to play till week eight, week nine. So you're going to see them probably transition, getting him in RPAs, getting him into rookie patch autos. Because right now, I think they just have some stickers. Oh, so you we're got seeing to. him. Hopefully, we're hopefully, seeing hopefully, him in he black. A, hopefully, he gets an on card in contender because that's crucial. Right. We right. need as many on cards as we can. Well, they didn't do it with Purdy. I, but. Think, I think he'll be a sticker, but. Damn. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. The cup comes back. I, I Things will change. I, there's no way that he's still going to get, you know, 12, 15 receptions. But he's going to split it up if, if a little anything, bit. If anything, it might mean, open that it mean, up more for but, Yeah, but and that also means that, like, Stafford's, like, has to throw the ball, like, 50 times. And, yeah. that, and you don't win football games by throwing the ball 50 well, times. Well, if anything, it's going to give Cooper Cup a chance to ease back into the offense rather than, okay, now you're going to get, you know, 15 targets, 10, 50 targets a game. You're going to go right back to it. Yeah, right. It's, it's going to spread things out. They got to run the ball. They do have to do that. They become one-dimensional, and they love throwing the ball. Uh, run the ball. QB QB rookie ratings. I know CJ Stroud clearly number one right now. Where does that end up by the end of the year? Stroud. I I guy? think with that team that they have, um, they're playing well right now as a young team. Uh, he's looked really really good. I think CJ Stroud should hold the number one position for 
probably. I mean, Richardson's season. been banged up. If Richardson plays all year, I mean, yeah, I, Richardson. Who, who comes good. out? Who comes out of that division? I don't know. I, I mean, Jack no, seemed like I, it was I easy. It was I, I'm going. I'm going Houston at this point. I'll still go Jacksonville. I don't know, Jackson. Jack. I don't know Jacksonville. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, we um, didn't get to watch. The, they're I mean, all they two were and on two. two early. They're all two and two right, right now. They were on two early this week. Although I was watching a little Jacksonville bit of the, uh, has looked. It's like been a bad two and two. Where right. every every other team in that division, it's been like, that's a great two Getting and two. Better. They look. They look. They 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 handled the Falcons pretty easily in London. Although I don't really know totally because I was watching the Toy Story oh, version so, of the game. Was, so I, so actually, I tried bizarre. to watch it. So was I. Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> and, and I. It I, was cute. It was cute. It I want to watch the Toy Story it was version. Fun. Was well, did that? anybody watch? So I watched the replay back. I don't know if they screwed up, but it was the beginning of the game, right? They did their announcements. They had uh, Booger and whoever. Right? Yeah, I don't know. The and they, they, they did yeah, the yeah. kickoff, right? And, and whoever ran it. And then all of a sudden you see the ball like go all the way to the back of the end zone. There were some technical glitches. And then they were like. They didn't show the game for like five minutes. They were just talking and saying what happened. So I, I think digitally something happened. Yeah. So I'm assuming the ball and the players were kind of maybe like had some kind of CGI. So on they had apparently they had, they had a chips, right? They had a chip in their shoulder pads that tracked their movement. Um, so clearly something went wrong. What kind of matrix is when this? It, dude? When it worked, it was really impressive. But yeah, there were some glitches where like, oh, they're like touchdown, and it's like, well, where's the ball? Uh, I don't really. Well, see there it. was also a play. I think he threw to Christian Kirk, and like yes. Christian Kirk did like a barrel roll. Yes, like, but it wasn't that. The player but was like doing a barrel roll. It's a great it effort. Uh, they tight, did this. Dude. They did this with a hockey game last year. Both were on, Di- on the on Disney Plus, I believe. They did it with a hockey game last year. In so. the style of Toy Story, is what I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, no, that one was different. I think it was like a Disney Channel cartoon. They did it. Yeah, this the NFL game was is is in the style. Yeah, the Slinky Dog is the chain. Yeah, NFL like, said that they had the claw game is like putting the putting the ball down. Aliens were out there. I watched it live for about. 10, 15 minutes, honestly, because I could it not. It was running live with the actual yes. game. Yes. 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 You can watch it. You can watch it. Well, I, I couldn't figure out I my ESPN Plus time. login. I didn't watch it. So yeah. I just watched it on Disney Plus, and that's like the only option. Yeah, I'm you can watch the replay on Disney Plus. I'm going to go back and watch it on Disney Plus. I think it's an interesting experiment. You see the NFL. It wasn't as good as watching football regular. No, well, you see the NFL's trying this. I like that they're trying. And they're explaining the downs. The Nickelodeon ones with the slime and all that. So they're trying to reach out to Yeah, but that was like the real broadcast. It was a real broadcast with some added elements where like they're like, no. We're yeah, they're, they're, I mean, yeah. I, I would assume it might have crossed over some people. So yeah, I mean, sure. you know, it's just like the hobby. How can we get the kids involved? Uh, clearly, the NFL is, is thinking the same way. So. Yeah. Uh, baseball right now is, man, I mean, if you look at this, I, I can't remember in how many years we've been doing breaks and how many years we've been selling cards that two of the top, three of the top rookies are in the postseason as we're speaking right now. So, you know, Corbin Carroll with an amazing season, Adley Rushman, Gunnar Henderson, and then, of course, the emergence of Roy, uh, Royce Lewis for the Twins as nice. well. That's been um, huge. I, I mean, baseball cards are on fire right now. Well, I mean, what year is Royce for Bowman? Uh, 2017. It's been a while, yeah. yeah. it's it's. I feel like I've been pulling his cards yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he dealt with two major injuries where he thought, well, it's not going to happen, and... Uh, Four grand slams this year. Nice. Uh, two home runs in his postseason debut. Uh, and he's still only Single-handedly 20. broke that curse, yeah. really. I know. Yeah, 18 straight losses for the Twins in the postseason up until they won uh, the game one. So, hey, it's it, this is it's super exciting. He's only 24, so it's not like it's like, oh, he's breaking out late. Kind of like I was the guy I think about, like another former number one pick 
who played in Minnesota and took a while to get going, Byron Buxton. But Buxton was, what, 26 when he had his breakout year, 27. So it was like, well, it, the card value is probably not going anywhere. Maybe he gets a little bit of an uptick, whereas at least with Royce, I think there's like a real chance here. And, too, I, and I think this is value. good for the hobby in a sense that we still have a lot of products that are going to come out with these guys as rookies. You know, you've got Definitive. You've got um, mm -hmm. Museum Collection. Has that came out yet? I don't think it has. I don't think that's came yet. out. You've got like Dynasty coming out. Yep. You've got... You know they're probably going to do transcendent again. I mean, so like gilded too. Coming? Yeah, gilded. Triple, triple threads. Yeah, yeah sure. triple threads. So you're heading into this off season with, man, all these rookies made the playoffs. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of hope and potential, and value in more than one, two, three, four guys, right? Because like last year, I mean, what we would try to ride that Wander Franco all year. That was that know. was like literally it. You know, it was like Wander Franco. I mean, we had a little bit of Bobby Witt towards the end of the year and. You know, now we've got this this star-studded class. Yeah. I think it's it's and you really had, a great year for baseball. You had Julio, but yeah, he got eliminated pretty quickly. That was just a great story. He was in there, but yeah, really, yeah, you're looking like you said all those guys you mentioned. Michael Harris is still a rookie in these products, yeah. and the Braves are probably the odds-on favorite to win it. Uh, there's a lot of other solid rookies. There's a lot of other prospects who just got called up. Jordan Lawler, uh, Evan Carter for the Rangers has been a revelation for them. So Josh or J Josh Young too. Yeah, exactly. Josh Young for the Rangers. It's a. I, I'd say if you're just looking at it from strictly a card perspective, about as exciting a postseason and as about as good a draw of teams as you could ask. And there's for. a there's a lot of guys that could benefit too. I mean, you know, Bryce Harper trying to get his first championship too, right? I mean, that would be kind of good for the hobby in a sense. Happen at some point. I mean, Man, it was be great uh, for him. Great for everybody. Look, look, I, I <laughs> the wor what's the worst case scenario for the World Series for the hobby? The Astros maybe. Uh, Astros have like a good rookie, but he's a catcher. Yeah, nobody wants to see the Astros. In the, nobody I mean, wants and, to see and them. And not, not because, not because of like the cheating thing. It's just mm -hmm. like, there how many, how many times are we yeah. going to see the Astros in the nobody World Series? About the cheating that much it's anymore. funny because I was going to say Brewers, but like they've got Garrett Mitchell, who was a hot rookie to start the season, got hurt. And I just really want to know the, you know, lost steam. But. Ryan Mountcastle. Could we, could there we talk about him? Is. Like 2015 Bowman draft. Like <laughs> Orioles, I mean, basically, probably the reason why they were one of the best teams in the league. They right? were one of the they were the best team in the American and, League. And that that cornerstone. That's I'm I'm assuming he went. He hit by what, like three thirty. He ended up with close homers. to thirty home runs this year. Uh, for a very uh, he had a very very nice year. He had yeah, a very good year. He's a good ball it's player. Just, he's unfortunately uh, uh, overshadowed by the. He the younger, will the be. Gentleman. He will be the number five hitter in that lineup for like the next five six years. He will never be the best. Yeah, hero, and so you're I, saying I, he's we, Belt, but well, he's, but he will always be like you can rely on him. You know exactly what you're getting, and he will be a contributor. To your so team. potentially, if somebody was holding yeah, on maybe, to a maybe. lot of a lot of their cards, a lot, a lot of Ryan Mountcastle. If they win the and, World uh, Series, you feel great. And say he like hits a walk off homer in like a World Series. Sell, sell, sell. That's what I'd say. <laughs> sell we right there. Get some of those graded. I think but it's snaps. a. But hey, yeah, it could be a good time. Uh, Corbin hit like a four hundred forty foot home run in his first at bat. What are we so. looking at here? Cor Corbin Carroll is that like their city connect jersey? Oh yeah. The, like, what uh, are we? Serpents? Is that it? The uh, the serpientes. The uh, yeah with the. Desert sand color there. Uh, I even think the Royce Lewis one is the City Connects as well, the Twin Cities, or the maybe twin, it's not. The I Twin like Cities, it I can, I good, can, I can get down with, but like the uh, the Diamondbacks, they to look just in general like it's a snake there, dude. Do we like we snake went full grass. on back to the seventies with baseball players' looks now? I mean, with the handlebar mustaches, longer hair, like literally, it's like we re the trends come back in. For for some reason, I don't know Corbin Carroll. If you put a cut off flannel on him, like well, arms, I'm just they, they fit. Yeah. Am I wrong, or do these or these baseball players wear a lot more accessories these days? For sure. 
lot more. A <laughs> well, lot they got more. The arm sleeves and the and the and the, the the wristbands and the. I will say all elbow those, pads. That not even that too. It's like the they got more. They got more jewelry. They got more. They got more everything. Yeah, huh? some of the chain. Some of the chains are a little ridiculous. I'm like, how does that like Acuna's help? How, how, Acuna's. I'm like, heavy. well, that doesn't help you. That's like a rapper chain. Right. right. How, did, how did he steal 70 bases? All with that those thing guys on? 10, 15 years ago who were like, we're fighting for the soul of baseball. Play the game the right way. Well, get lost. Well, Sorry, you know it's funny. And I know it's not. And so, guess what? The game's more fun. You know, and, I, I, and my last little thing about being fun, I think it's really cool. Is, and I know it's been happening probably for several years now. But the home run in the dugout, something each team has their own thing. It I think it's really up, awesome. It blew up this year, though. Like it was like a couple teams did it. Like every like, like every single, team has a like a in like a yeah. home run dance now. Like yeah, or, or like, I think the what the Angels have like a hat. The Angels like, did the big like uh, yeah like samurai, big samurai hat. hat. The Twins do like a fishing vest that say like Land of a Thousand Lakes. They put on. Uh, the Blue Jays wear like a big blazer that they've worn for a couple of years. Mm. Uh, yeah, they've all got something. The 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 Orioles don't have anything like that. Although they were doing like the. They were doing like the beer pong thing. Did you see that? No. Or they were putting like Gatorade or water in, and they were doing that. And I oh, think wow. they were told to stop. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, with the funnel. Yes, yeah, with the yeah, funnel. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was then left field became the like the splash zone. So they were like, well, let's keep going with the like everyone because they were just splashing water on all of them. So anytime there'd be a double or home run, there'd be got two two or three guys with giant super soakers just spl- just spraying everybody in the left fans. field. Yeah, so okay. that's their big thing now. What nice. do the Giants have? Uh, they didn't have a home run celebration. They had they didn't hit a lot no, of them. Yeah. So <laughs> they had the po- their thing was a post game like if somebody had a huge game, they would come in. They would wait till that guy got interviewed, and then they would have like club lights and smoke machines going and he would enter in and they would all just swarm him if he had like a really big game so i mean yeah i mean you look at the 80s baseball and it was just like yeah. maybe a couple guys give him high fives and yeah. just be sitting back business now as usual, these so. are well, coordinated I mean, the, efforts. A- the a's had like the the they were the bash brothers and they yeah, had their yeah. thing yeah. and it was like what it changed what are they doing showboat nah yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> now, if you don't have like a coordinated thing, dance, like, what are you even doing? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, remember, yeah. remember uh, one last thing. Remember Prince Fielder? I think he actually did it against the oh, Giants. Oh, I do. Uh, the, the bowling pins. And I remember the spring <laughs> afterwards, Barry Zito plunked him with a curveball, which has got to be the most polite. Getting like back little, at a guy like you got hit with like a like a sixty five mile per hour curveball from you, Barry Zito at the beginning of spring. You, yeah, take that. You take that. You take that. Yeah, think about it. Pretty funny. But, hey, uh, where do you guys think? We haven't talked about it in a while. Where do you guys think those uh, debut patches end up, especially with these rookies in the in the postseason? Now, dude. that's a yeah. great question. I know. I mean, I mean, dynasties. Dynasty feels, feels right like or the definitive. Right one. How about something like triple threat? Triple threat. I mean, I honestly. How about a new exactly. ultra high? I was going to say that. I product was say that we don't know about. We've already got those brands. Top's debut patch. Mm-hmm. Pro they, debut. They, 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 no, pro they already have debut. debut oh, no, so. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't put it in there. No. Yeah. I mean, what I always say and is we haven't tried like fanatics is basing all of their intellectual properties around tops. But like Panini came in and yeah, they use playoff and they use score and they some tenders. But they created their own brands too. So it's Panini National or Panini uh, Immaculate. Flawless. Flawless. So it's like at what point does Fanatics go like Fanatics something, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah, but you have and maybe you not have for a, baseball, but you have like, a you know, brand. You have a like brand recognition like name like tops. 
you want to utilize that. Yeah, but you can't have the first edition. You could be all these first editions. But you could, it, it could be a new product with the Topps name on it. Yeah. Topps is, I mean, that's, yeah. that's like. But Panini didn't have a brand name. But they also didn't have Tops, but, you know. Yeah. Well, well I mean, yeah. but Playoff. But National What's a better way to kick off a new uh, product with Playoff the National batches. Treasures. Playoff Contenders. I wouldn't be surprised, like, 50 years from now. Like, it's not in their long-term plans to be like, we want to be known as Fanatics 50 like, years from now. We've yeah. been breaking for 63 years. Like, like <laughs> not, not necessarily phase out the Tops name, but, like, Probably have not. it be the secondary <laughs> company to yeah. phonetics yeah, yeah for sure could be yeah it'll be interesting i think what now with update checklist out so we know the final rookie checklist for 2023 yeah i know people were thinking oh is there gonna be no ellie? Ellie. no 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 ellie uh, no ellie uh, you know who actually an update checklist i know it's what like maybe a week or two from now a week away uh about a week away yeah uh giants actually have the most rookie uh big rookie subjects patrick bailey casey Tremed, all those guys are wow, in okay. there so okay. giants, are top selling giants are actually going to be the patrick, big the hot team patrick, in a problem. patrick bailey could yeah. get a gold glove maybe i yeah i think so yeah Sweet. Well, that's all we got for today, guys. Uh, join us. Actually, we have a special broadcast this weekend on Fanatics Live at noon Pacific. We're going to be debuting some of the new Lids, Mitchell and Ness collabo hats along with some packs. So join us. Uh, most of the hype crew here will be on there uh, doing uh, some special giveaways, doing some special breaks and showing off some of these new hats. that are going to be available only in Lids stores, guys. So check that out. Uh, Thank you guys for watching our video, too. We, I think we have over 500,000 views on that Lids video, so you can view it at Lids' Instagram. Uh, but we also have next week we've got the uh, Bowman Chrome University, Shador Sanders. You've got a big – Marvin big, Harrison, right? Yeah, Marvin Harrison, Harrison Jr. Jr. as yep. well. So we're going to be doing some breaks of that on MojoBreak.com as well as Fanatics Live as well. So get in on that because I think it's probably one of the best – collegiate checklist as i've seen in a while so and there's also a new breaker version of that so we'll see how that that shakes out but uh, uh make sure you guys hit subscribe here on the hype uh wherever you guys are listening whether it be spotify or watching on youtube or google play or apple make sure you guys hit subscribe so you know when a new episode drops and i think we have a new, uh, did the sports card uh live already drop uh no that'll be for uh probably on monday is when you'll see that drop if you go to your uh audio podcast uh feed wherever it is uh yeah had Jeremy Lee from Sports Cards Live had talked about a lot of stuff we talked about today, how he got going. So uh, going to be doing a lot more Mojo sessions going forward, probably Mondays going forward. Uh, going to be see a lot more of those drop. More content, guys. Loving it. And, uh, yeah, join that hype community, guys. We uh, we appreciate you guys jumping in there, growing that community. And uh, any feedback or ideas for episodes, let us know. And we'll see you guys next week on the hype. Peace.